Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight. We invite you into this place. Father, we invite you on every level of this church campus tonight. And Father, as we start a new season of senior high youth downstairs tonight, I pray, Father, now you begin to reach those students that they begin to connect with each other, they begin to connect with leaders, and most importantly, they begin to connect with you. Father, change their lives tonight. May they see you in a new perspective, a fresh perspective. Father, we pray for the children upstairs as they're being ministered to as well. Father, we lift them up to you, the precious, precious hearts and souls of those wonderful kids. We lift them up to you. May they see you tonight as they seek you tonight. And Father, we just bless everyone who is serving tonight, whether it's in AV or in the cafe or in kids ministry or in decision youth or here in the sanctuary tonight. Father, bless each person that's serving tonight. Give them favor tonight in all that they do. And we thank you for these wonderful things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer. We are excited that you're here tonight. Uh, I'm just going to give a couple logistical things about what's going to happen tonight, as I normally do, just to let everybody know what's going on. Uh, And then I just had a few things I wanted to just share for a minute, and then I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Jim, and he's going to give us an exhortation and a energizing word that's going to just build us up in our faith uh, so we can become stronger in our day-to-day lives as we understand the word more. And actually, during the service, I'm going to sneak out, and I'm going to check out Senior High downstairs. So I know they're launching tonight, uh, the beginning of the year. They've changed back to a Wednesday night. So I'm going to go sneak down there and surprise them. They have no idea I'm coming. So I'm gonna try, I won't make them nervous or anything. I'll just show up. <laughs> That probably is what's going to make them nervous, right? Anyway, we are in day four of what we're doing is a 21-day time of prayer and fasting called the Awakening. And I'll tell you what, we're only four days in, but the Lord is just doing amazing things in our own lives, in our personal lives, Liz and I. And I know He's doing amazing things in this church and in your lives as a church family. And the, the key scripture for us, for awakening, is in Matthew 6, verse 33. And on Sunday, I gave two or three different translations of that, and I just want to read them again tonight, just real quick to kick us off, because we have to just be reminded that this is what we're doing. This is what awakening is all about. This is what we're doing. We're seeking Him. We are seeking His kingdom and His righteousness, and we're looking for our eyes to be open and our eyes to be enlightened and our heads to be up and us to be looking and seeking for more of Him. And it says this in the New King James Version, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. 
the Amplified says, but first and most importantly, first and most importantly, and it says, aim at or strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. And what does that mean? That means his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things shall be given to you. When we seek first, everything else begins to fall into place. Everything else. The message translation reads like this. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. (laughs) Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. Our attention right now. What is he doing right now in this place, in your life, right in front of you? What God is doing right now. Don't get worked up (laughs) about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever things come up, whatever hard things come up when the time comes. We don't have to worry about it. Sometimes we worry. Yep. (laughs) Included. And the passion version is this. So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him and all of these less important things. The less important things. A lot of times we see them as the most important things. The bill to be paid, the pain in my back or my shoulder or my side, all these other things, the provision, the healing, all these are they're actually called less important things. Wow. If we could just wrap our heads around that, that'd be good. Those are less important things. All of those will be given to us how? Abundantly. Abundantly. So if you knew for certain that all of those less important things, every bill, every health issue, everything else was going to be provided to you abundantly, would you be concerned? Would you be worried? Oh, but we do. So let's stop doing that. Yeah. Me included. (laughs) We got to stop doing that and seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and his word, and what he has for us. So before I turn it over to Pastor, I do have a little funny story to tell. And I came here without my beautiful wife tonight. Some of the kids weren't feeling that great, but they're the heels of the Lord, so they're fine. So she was staying home, and I had three of them in the car with me. Now, this was Jairus, Ruby, and Noel. So seven, five, and three. Okay, and it is about a nine-minute drive from our house to the church. By minute probably less than a minute, by 45 seconds in, I turned around and said, all of you be, I think I said, be quiet. I may have said, shut up. (laughs) I'm so, I think I may have said it. It's like, just shut up. I'm going to start praying. (laughs) We're going to prayer night and your dad's going to start praying. And when I'm done, you're going to start praying in order, starting from Jairus. Okay. This honest to God, this happened on the way here. And so I just started praying because I needed some help of my own, right? So I started praying, and I finished after like a minute and a half of prayer, so we still got about eight minutes left to get to church, right? And so then Jairus starts praying, and he's, you know, praying for my Legos, you know, <clears throat> and, and I'm just like, oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, I need to teach my kids more on prayer. <laughs> it's like, man, these kids need to come into this prayer service. And then Noelle starts praying. She's sitting in the middle because they're going in order here, and she just starts praying. She's like, oh. I pray that nobody gets hurt at church tonight. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, that's a good prayer. <clears throat> Let's hope no one gets hurt tonight <clears throat> at church. And then we're pulling up to a stoplight, and she's like, Lord, I just thank you for red lights. 
I thank you for green lights that mean go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <clears throat> I still have a lot of work to do, yeah? And then Ruby goes, then it goes to Ruby. And, oh, God love this girl. She's awesome. Little, I mean, she is a spunky little blonde girl. And she goes, she goes, and Lord, I just pray that none of us go to hell. <laughs> and then she goes, no, thank you, Lord, that we're not going to hell. And I was like, oh, wait, I am doing something right. <laughs> like nine minutes into the drive, we finally got to some scriptural prayer that actually made sense after her correcting herself. So praise God. Our children, they listen to what we say. They hear what we say. We influence them. We influence our grandkids and those who are around, everybody that we're around, especially kids. They're like sponges. And, man, I could go on for some of the other prayers that they were going on to. Uh, but you know what? It, it's encouraging when I were sitting at the dining room table and one of my children says, I think it was one of the older girls, says, you know what? I really wish something would happen. And Jairus looks over her and says, I think it was Lila, Lila, you don't have to wish. You just have to pray and believe. And he kind of did one of these things. You just need to pray and believe. And he kind of he kind of like snacked his head to the side. I was like, whoa. It's like, okay, it's a little preacher man coming. He's got to pray and believe. Lila, what are you talking about? Wishing. There's no wishing around here. So it's a good word. Our kids hear what we say, and we need to feed the word into them as well. And first and foremost, we've got to lay a foundation of love for them because that foundation of love is the only thing that I believe is a, allows us to put the scriptures on top of that and for them to stick. If there's no foundation of love, you can beat scriptures into your kids all day long, make them do memorization, and it's not going to change their lives. But the foundation of love with the scriptures on top makes a follower of Christ. And that's what we want to do with our kids, and that's what we're praying is happening tonight upstairs, downstairs, all over this campus, and in your homes and everywhere that you go tonight. Amen? Amen. Pastor, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I don't know how to top that, though. So, yeah, I'm just very excited that uh, we get to, to brag on the fact that we're going to be replaced by baby Jesus from Bethlehem. <laughs> Those of you that don't know that Pastor Jason's from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. So I don't know how you get more scriptural than this whole thing, you know. It's just like... <laughs> So anyway, uh, I, I really enjoy our Wednesday evening prayer time, and uh, I'm going to keep it within our time frame so we do have time to pray. And um, so let's just, uh, let's just lift our hand before heaven tonight. Father, we just praise you. Father, we just thank you that we get to enjoy your presence. Father, we get to just enjoy the kingdom of God that Pastor Jason just spoke of, that what you said we are to seek first. So it ought to be a familiar experience uh, coming into your presence. It ought to be the place of, uh, of refuge where we run to and we know how to receive uh, help. We know from whence our help comes. And, and so, Father, we, we can come away refreshed and we can come away renewed, and we can come away with great confidence in our heart that, uh, that we've rolled every care over onto you. 
we've brought our petitions, our requests. Father, uh, we know that great things are happening and will happen having been in your presence and with you. So, Father, thank you for that great privilege that's ours tonight. Thank you for your word, Father. Thank you that, God, you just allow us, our hearts to be encouraged and edified in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. I just want to share a few scriptures uh, with you tonight. And uh, I just want to encourage us, uh, these are these first few scriptures that I want to share are those that basically came out of my own personal uh, devotion time. And I really want to encourage you uh, this year to begin a some kind of a systematic plan of reading the Word of God and find something that works for you, something that you can look forward to. And you go back and it's, it's uh, you know, you're not starting from scratch every day. You're just picking up and, and, uh, and moving on and, and making great progress. But in uh, Romans chapter 16 and verse number 7, uh, this passage uh, this morning really caught my attention. And uh, it's in this section of uh, Romans, the last section where Paul is giving out greetings to numbers of different people. Um, but in verse number seven, he says, Greet Andronicus and Juna, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. And um, in the uh, King James Version, it says, not countrymen, but kinsmen. So it would, it would lead us to believe that they had some kind of blood relationship with the Apostle Paul. And I can imagine, as Paul tells us in this passage, they, were, they came to know Jesus before he did. So can you imagine the, some of the prayer meetings they might have had? Here's, their, here's their, their relative who's out destroying churches and, and out uh, to kill Christians. And so I'm sure that he was on somebody's prayer list. And aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Thank God for praying people. Right? That's what we're here for. And, and he, says, he says here, uh, they, were, they were in Christ before me. So I don't know what the relationship was. I don't know what kind of blood relationship there was. But, uh, you know, there's, there's somebody that God is going to bring across your path that you can be praying for. Uh, I, I had the amazing privilege. I love being able to lead people to Jesus and I shared last Saturday, I had the opportunity to lead a gentleman to, uh, to faith. And, uh, and, then, and then I spoke with him again today. And God's, you know, I, I'm believing God's going to do some amazing things in his life. And so I got an, in a little bit with healing. He needs some healing in his body. And, uh, but we need to be we need to, to be praying for somebody, praise God. And, uh, 
in verse number 20 of this same passage. I love uh, what the Word of God tells us here. He says, And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Man, that's good, man. I just, he's going to crush Satan. Now, I'm sure this is going back to the verbiage in Genesis where uh, God says, you know, the seed, you know, he's going he's gonna to bruise his head, but he's going to crush your head. And that's what God is going to do through, through our life as we yield to uh, uh, our lives to Jesus and as we're unashamed to share testimonies and to, and to pray for other people. Um, God wants to do big things this, this coming year. And I love this prayer time, and I believe this prayer time is a major part of some of that happening. We're going to be praying over some of these specific requests uh, here. Uh, I have a lady that I want to add to this prayer list tonight. It's actually the lady that took you to the hospital, Kathy, took Pam to the hospital uh, when I was having my incident, and she had a stroke. My brother uh, texted me and said that, uh, that she had a, a stroke later this afternoon. So we're going to pray for her. Her name is Kathy LeClaire. And we're going to pray for her, and we'll pray for these other specific requests. But I am glad that Paul had some praying relatives. Amen? I'm glad that, I'm glad that he had some praying relatives. God wants to bruise Satan's plans and his purposes. And he's going to do it under our feet. You see, he, he can do nothing without us doing our part because we're his body on this earth. We are the body of Christ. We have the authority on this earth. And to the degree that we exercise that authority, God can move and God can work. God can do miracles. God can do, deliver people. And he, he wants so much more than even us to do great things in, in people's lives. And so that's why our prayer time uh, is so important. In Joshua chapter 17, uh, I think we have it up on the overhead. Joshua chapter 17. Um, this was when the land was being distributed to the children of Israel. And beginning in verse number 14, it says, Then the children of Joseph spoke uh, to Joshua saying, why have you given us only one lot and one share to inherit since we are a great people inasmuch as the Lord has blessed us until now? So they're complaining. They say, you know what, man, we're just, we're, we're, uh, we're strong people. We need, we need larger spheres of territory. We need more space because we're, you know, we're real strong. And verse 15, so Joshua answered them, if you are a great people, then go up to the forest country and clear a place for yourself there in the land of the Perizzites and the giants 
since the mountains of Ephraims are too confined for you. In other words, he said, all right, if you are great people, go do it, man. Go for it. Go, go, go after it. Go after, you know, go after the challenges. Don't be afraid to be bold in your prayer. Don't be afraid to come boldly into the throne of grace. And, and, and he says, but the children of Joseph said, the mountain country is not enough for us. All the Canaanites who dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both those who are of Beth Shean and in its towns and those who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joshua spoke to the house of Joseph, to Ephraim and Manasseh, saying, You are a great people and have great power. You shall not only have one lot, but the mountain country shall be yours. Although it is wooded, you shall cut it down, and its farther extent shall be yours for you shall drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots and are strong. So, you know, they were, they were kind of, you know, uh, waving their swords saying, we need more territory. And Joshua says, go on out and get it. Don't be afraid to, to go on out and take the territory. You know, a lot of times we just, we function by maybe what our experience has been in the past rather than what God's word encourages us toward the future. You know, maybe we've had uh, some little victories, but God says, I want you to have bigger ones. You know, God says, I want you, I want you to take greater territory. And he says, you know what? Put some action, put some feet, put some, put some feet to, to your words here. And that's why I'm so excited about, about prayer because that's what we're doing. Praise God. When we're coming, we're praying. We're putting our feet, we're putting some action to our words. And we're coming, and we're coming boldly into the throne of grace. And uh, uh, in Numbers chapter 14 and verse number 24. Let me, uh, Deuteronomy, Numbers, well, you know what? It's on the overhead, so I'm going to make it easy for myself. But my servant Caleb because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I'll bring him into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. You know, we don't see anywhere in the Bible where God says, now don't get too excited here. Just, you know, just, just kind of back up. Don't, you know, don't get your hopes up there too. You don't find that anywhere in God's word. You don't find that anywhere. God says, I want you to believe big. I want, you, I want you to get in, I want you to roll your sleeves up, man, and get in there and pray some big prayers, right? I, you know, there's other Apostle Pauls out there that need to be reached for Jesus. You know, I don't know, I don't know uh, who all these folks were, uh, but Paul's ministry sure superseded theirs, but... Thank God for them. You know, I've, you've all heard the story about, I, I think it was a shoeshine guy that led Billy Graham or some, some famous guy. There's always some little person that God used to reach somebody. But you know what? You know, who's to say who's more important? That little person who did the praying or, to, or did the witnessing or that person who had the greater gifting and the greater calling and, and reached 
thousands of people for Jesus and shook continents for him. You know, as far as God is concerned, it's all important. And, you know, he just, he gives us the privilege to participate with him in the great plans and purposes that he's doing uh, in, in our midst in, in this day. So let's, let's um, can you put that scripture back up there? I, I love that. He says, he has a different spirit in him, has followed me. You know, this goes back to when Israel was going through the wilderness and, uh, and all the tribes came back and they said, oh man, we can't, there's giants in the land. It's, you know, I mean, we're just like little grasshoppers. And Joshua and Caleb, man, they just, they just said, you know what, man, God, God, we're able. We're able. God has given to us an assignment. And that's what they focused on. They did not focus on the impossible uh, situation, the giants that were in the land. They focused on the commission that God had given to them. They didn't, you know, they didn't bat an eyelash. Uh, and God said they had a different spirit in them. Why? Because they were walking by faith and not by sight. We're excited we believe that this year we're going to see greater healings. We're going to see greater miracles this year. We're going to see greater provision this year. Um, you know, again, we should not base our belief on past. We should base our belief on God's word, what God's word says. And I believe God's word reveals to us it is God's will to heal people, praise God. I believe it ought to be just a, a, a natural uh, process. I believe people ought to be drawn more and more to the church because of the healing miracles that they're hearing and seeing. Praise God. I, uh, we have so many opportunities to share the gospel because of the, the incident that I just had. In fact, tomorrow... We're uh, speaking with someone from CBN. Is it CBN? In that network. In that network, whatever. I don't exactly know. <laughs> All I know is I got an interview tomorrow, so I'm just going to show up. <laughs> and and uh, but you know, people people get excited when they when they hear what the Lord has done, and uh, and I believe. It's going to get ratcheted up more and more this year. You know, if all we have to do is look at the life of Jesus in John chapter 14 and verse number 9, the scripture tells us, and Jesus tells us, he says, Have I been with you so long and you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? You know, I mean, that ought to really... Uh, catch our attention. Because when I read through my Bible, I see Jesus, uh, Acts 10.38, says he went about doing good, healing people's life, delivering people, setting people free. Can you put Acts 10.38 up on the overhead there? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good, 
healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And God, how many of you know God is with us? You know, you shall be endued with power. You shall be endued with power. When, when you were filled with the Holy Spirit, you were endued with power. And collectively, when we get together and when we pray, we ought to shake the house, praise God. Amen? Because of power, the power of God in our midst. So, I'm so excited about that. That's why we are a praying church, but we're also a church that wants to help people to understand how to receive in their life. How to receive in their life. It's amazing how many people there are that don't know how to... They think it's sort of happenstance. They don't realize that uh, we can cooperate with that power, the power of God, to receive it into our lives. And uh, uh, in, in, um, it's not a matter, look with me in Mark chapter 9, verse 22 and 23. We've got it on the overhead here. And he, this, this is a man that came to Jesus and he was telling him about his son that needed a miracle in his life. And he has often thrown him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. You know, that's what the enemy wants to do to every single person on this earth. He, Jesus plain tells us he goes about to kill and to steal and to destroy. And that's what he was trying to do to this young person's life. And he said to Jesus, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So Jesus said here, this is not an issue of God's willingness. It's not, a, it's not an issue of God's ability. It's really, it's, a, it's really more of an issue of what we'll believe for. If, if we'll believe him, praise God. I'm believing for big things this year. Amen. I'm believing for people getting saved. I'm believing for people getting healed and delivered. I'm believing for people to have their eyes of their understanding enlightened. They're walking in, uh, in maturity. They're walking in understanding. They're walking in the power of God. And uh, uh, time... And time again, we see Jesus laying focus. Pastor Jason just talked about the woman with the issue of blood. Jesus said to her, he said, Woman, your faith has made you whole. Praise God. So I, I'm working in my own life. I'm working in my own life to remove every single barrier. I want to, with abandonment, believe God, uh, believe big, Amen. Pray for people. Not be not not look at well how bad a disease is this or how difficult a situation. All things are possible to him that believes. Amen. So we're going to pray tonight. We have some prayer requests that have been handed in, and uh, you want me just to go through? 
All right, so uh, we have one here for uh, a job. Uh, Mindy Moss is starting a new job in February, and, and so we want to be praying for them. Transition, it's also a move. Uh, healing, uh, Mary Rose, and uh, for every, everyone on here that has a request for healing, Kim Ferrer has asked for healing for her mom, Lucille uh, Russo. She had fallen. We want to believe for a complete recovery in her body in Jesus' name. And uh, Renee Roach, her mom, also. Uh, Camille has a request in here for the team that's going to the DR. And uh, we want to believe that they have a very fruitful ministry time while they're there. Uh, so, uh, Julie Comfer has given us a prayer request. Her husband starts chemo on Tuesday for eight weeks. And uh, so we want to believe for healing in his body. That God will do exceeding abundant above and beyond, not just that uh, they'll prepare him for surgery, but there'll be a complete healing in his body, in Jesus' name. So let's, let's begin tonight by praying for these. Father, we just thank you tonight, God, that we can come boldly into the throne of grace. And Father, we thank you that not, you, you said in your word that the gospel is not in word only, but it is in power. And Father, just as as uh, uh, Joshua encouraged the people of Israel, uh, the tribe of Joseph, Ephraim and Manasseh, not just to talk about who they are, but to go and to walk in the light of it. And so, Father, tonight we are so grateful, Father, that it is your will, Father, to bring about healing and restoration And Father, for every one of these prayer requests, Father, specifically for healing. And Father, tonight, I also lift up to you Kathy LeClaire in Jesus' name. We just speak to her body in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you that there shall be no residual, no residual impairment from from this stroke in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Father, for that, that the doctors will be amazed. They'll go, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. What has happened here? Father, I thank you that it shall be a testimony. Father, thank you for raising up Kathy in Jesus' name. Thank you for the power of God at work in her life. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you do above and beyond what we can ask or imagine. Father, we thank you that it is your will. Healing is your will. And so, Father, we lift up each of these healing requests to you in the name of Jesus. We break the power of the devil, and we speak life over our entire congregation and our entire sphere of influence. Father, those those that we come in contact with, Father, we thank you that we are bearers of the power of God. And it flows through our hands. It flows through our words, through our lips. And Father, we thank you for demonstrations of it. Greater manifestations of the power of God, Father, in our midst. 
in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Father, for our team, as they get ready to go on the mission field, Father, we thank you that you are confirming your word, Father. Father, the gifts of the Spirit, Father, will be manifest in them and through them. And Father, they'll be amazed. They'll be amazed, Father, at your power working through their lives as they step out and they allow you to use them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we think of those family members that are far from you, and loved ones, and neighbors, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you, Father, for salvations. Father, thank you for divine appointments as we go into this year, Father. Father, that we'll see the opportunities. Father, we'll have a fit Word. We'll be ready, Father, Father, to speak words, Father, unashamed of the gospel, Father, unashamed to give a reason for the for the hope that is within us. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for those opportunities, Father. Thank you that you use us, Father. We thank you. You promise to us greater realms and spheres of influence, and we believe for it, Father this year. Greater realms and spheres of influence, Father, that we, Father, as your people, as your representatives on this earth, Father, being your voice and your hands and laying hands on people, Father, will confirm your word, Father, in our midst. Lives will be saved. Lives will be turned around, Father. Bodies will be healed. Father, direction and wisdom flows in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Father, safety and provision, Father, everything necessary for life and godliness. Oh, God, we thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy and your faithfulness, Father. We bless you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to spend some time in prayer. So we just encourage you. You can walk. You can come up to the altar and kneel. And let's pray. We thank you, Father. You are an awesome, awesome God. We worship you. Father, your word says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become the curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And if, and if you are Christ, raise your hand if you are Christ this this evening. If you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. And you are heirs according to that promise. And Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight 
that we are heirs according to the promise. Thank you that you broke the power of sin in our life. Thank you that you died and rose again so that we may receive healing, that we may receive prosperity, that we may receive everything that pertains to life and godliness. And we thank you for who you are and what you've done. And we worship you tonight. We worship you tonight. In your precious, precious name. In your precious name. Tonight, as we always do, if there's anybody who has any physical need in your body, if you need a physical manifestation of healing in your body tonight, we want you to just to come up here and we want to pray with you. We'll just take a minute and pray with you. We'll lay hands on you and you shall be healed in the name of Jesus. Is there anybody here tonight? Anybody at all? It's okay. This is the healed crowd. Hallelujah. This is the crowd that has caught, caught hold of the promises of the Lord here. They understand they're redeemed from the curse. Well, sounds like we need to invite a few people who may need some prayer for healing. Because as Pastor said, he's absolutely right. This church and this city is going to begin to be transformed by God's healing power. And testimonies are going to go forth. And people are going to want to know what's going on. And people are going to come to know who Jesus is. And their lives will be forever changed. And we're super, super excited about that for this year. So let me just close in one quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for provision and harvest. That is the word for us as a church and as each individual family for 2019. We are thankful for it. We look forward to it. We are expecting it. And Father, we just, when we pray, we believe and we receive. And so we receive that provision and a harvest in Jesus' precious name. We got one more thing. Stay with me in an attitude of prayer here just for a minute. Chris, uh, this is the, uh, what, the Passion Translation of uh, Romans uh, sixteen twenty. I love this. <laughs> and the God of peace will swiftly pound Satan to a pulp. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's, it doesn't get any better than that, man. <laughs> He will, he will swiftly pound Satan to a pulp under your feet. And the wonderful favor of our Lord Jesus will surround you. Man, that's a good verse. Amen. Amen. That's good. Well, church, we pound Satan to a pulp underneath your feet all week and all day long. Amen. Amen and amen. You are dismissed. Thank you for coming tonight. We'll see you on Sunday. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today. And always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.